You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We have another wonderful guest in store for you today, talking about a topic I love to talk about, energy medicine, and we'll get right to that in a moment. First, of course, we have our little section from my book, Everyday Awakening, um, just to kind of kick things off. And so this section, it's actually a relatively short section, but I actually think this is a really important one. And this one is entitled, Play Can Be Deep Work. Sometimes play can be deep inner work. Yes, it can be superficial. Yes, it can be just a distraction. Yes, it can be nothing but play. But it is but it also can be just what we need. Play is how the mind makes new connections. Play is how we learn and grow. When we get too serious, too stressed, we need to play more than ever. When we want to be more creative, play is necessary. When we want to find a new solution, play allows us to be free. Making time to play is never a waste. The results may not show up right away, yet they will follow. The results may not, uh, perhaps we should all play a little more often and learn to be playful when doing our most serious work. Are you taking enough time to play in your life? So this little section I wrote a while ago, and it came from... I guess my own experience doing the the uh, ceremonial work that I do, uh, where the facilitator at the time was like, you know, sometimes it's okay to just take a night off. Like we don't always have to be so serious, digging in, you know, d- doing the deep, grueling inner work. And, and uh, believe me, I had one of those experiences this past weekend. It was a little bit tough. But sometimes that's not what we need. Sometimes we just need to take a break from life, 
to take a break from working so hard, especially those of us in New York City. I mean, those of, those of you who live in New York City who have been in this area, we tend to be a little serious here. Um, but it it's, can be challenging for us to to look at play, to look at taking time off, to look at just relaxing and having fun as the essential part of life that it is. Because if all we do is work, and when I say work, I don't just mean like work to pay the bills. I mean, work on ourselves, you know, work, work for our families, you know, do things for our friends. When we put ourselves last and we don't give ourselves space to enjoy life, to have fun, to be playful, we get more stressed. We're more likely to have dis-ease in our body. We're more likely to have trouble. And, and it can really cause problems. So just being able to blow off steam. And, you know, play can be different for different people. Maybe it's taking a walk in the woods. Maybe it's going out and playing Frisbee or going bowling or playing pool or, or dancing or whatever it is for you. Making time to play is so essential. And the benefits of it will show themselves over and over and over again throughout life. Uh, it, it sort of reminds me of this section in this wonderful book uh, called The Diamond Cutter from Geshe Michael Roach, who's a, a Tibetan Buddhist Lama teacher. And he wrote this book where he takes all these like Buddhist principles and applies them to business. And, and, and this one particular principle, and I forget the name of the principle, but it was about just taking time off in the middle of the week and how he negotiated with his boss where he, he, he got a job at a, at a diamond business in, in the diamond district of, of New York to get Wednesdays off. And what he would do is he would just take Wednesdays off. He would go out into nature. He, he wouldn't take his cell phone and he would just relax, not think about work, not think about anything. And what would happen is when he comes back to work on Thursday, he's more refreshed. He, he's more able to see things from a new perspective and he's actually more productive. And so what he was able to show his boss was that over time, he got more things done and he found more creative solutions to how to do things by taking that extra day off in the middle of the week than if he had worked the five full days that we're used to doing. And so reading this in his book, it was a real lesson for me that taking time for ourselves, taking time to relax, to to do something completely different than what we're typically doing every day of the week. It's so important. And, and, and it, it is necessary, not just for our minds, but for our hearts, for our body, for our soul, to reconnect to that playful, childlike side of ourselves, to just have fun with life. Because if we're not enjoying life, then what's the point? I mean, absolutely. Are there things to deal with in this world that are very serious? Are there things that we need to uh, focus on, help with the environment, discrimination, uh, uh, health challenges, inequities? Are, Are there all kinds of serious things to work on the world? Absolutely. And I'm not taking anything away from those endeavors. But if we don't find some time to play, to lighten our heart, 
it becomes much more difficult to deal with those challenging situations. So uh, the section again is called Play Can Be Deep Work. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, if you like it, please feel free to check out my book. You can uh, go straight to the listing on Amazon by going to everydayawakeningbook.com. And if you don't like to get your books from Amazon, great. Go to your local independent bookseller and ask for Everyday Awakening by Sam Leibowitz, and they can get it because we're in a major distributor um, that so the books can be gotten anywhere. Awesome. So um, uh, enough of that. It, it, I really want to get to my guest because this is, uh, well, as I introduce him to you, you'll understand why he, he's like uh, definitely a kindred soul. So uh, Jonathan Goldman is the inventor and is an inventor in light medicine that has mapped the human energy vehicle in a revolutionary way that is both intricate and practical, empowering people from all walks of life in their own personal evolution and healing. In his four decades of working with energy medicine, first as an acupuncturist and then as the developer of transformational energy healing, he has mapped the multi-layered human energy vehicle. Um, and Goldman has uniquely described where and how thought forms, emotions, energetic material, beliefs, and spiritual qualities live and operate in the multiple layers that are within and around the human body. This has allowed him to create a form of healing which goes beyond the in, and enhances psychotherapy, allopathic medicine, and alternative healing modalities. Uh, from that point forward, uh, Goldman received, uh, began receiving what became the Chakra Map, Transformational Energy Healing, and the Divine Tactics. His own journey of personal healing and spiritual evolution has paralleled the knowledge that is received and taught to thousands. Goldman is one of the leading educators on the embodiment of light and its use in healing and for spiritual illumination. The Essential Light Institute, which he co-founded in 2008, is dedicated to teaching the arts of self-transformation and energy healing through direct relationship with the living force of light. His new book, The Gift of the Body, a multidimensional guide to energy, anatomy, grounded spirituality, and living through the heart, he describes as an experiential, practical, transformational manual for the adventure school of your life. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. It's a great introduction, and uh, I love listening to your to your initial rap too i learned a lot yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely you know it's so funny i'm just going through the sections of my book in order but somehow whatever section i end up reading that week for my guest always ends up being like the perfect section uh for what we're going to talk about so i have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna play is gonna work its way in there a little bit but by the way i didn't get a chance to tell you this before the show but this network talkradio.nyc that we're doing i actually bought from an acupuncturist 11 and a half years ago so and we've offered acupuncture not anymore but in our, our uh, wellness center in manhattan double diamond wellness we've offered acupuncture as a mo healing modality for many many years so uh acupuncturists always have a special place in my heart um so to, to kick things off we just got a couple of minutes before our first break i just want to know like what got you started on your path of being a healer and supporting people uh, in that way in life? Look, like a lot of people who do this kind of work, I needed healing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I have my own story, my own childhood 
difficulties, uh, all, all kinds of things. So initially, was I was looking for healing. The other thing is, uh, I oh, I never wanted to do what what everybody else did. I always had a thing. I wanted to be different. You know, it's also another story. And so in 1972, 1971, when nobody knew what acupuncture was, a friend of mine went to China in one of the first trips when China wasn't even open yet. And he came back, I was at, at the University of Michigan, and he was, uh, he lived in Ann Arbor with his father, who was a, a professor. And I, so I wanted to get the skinny on China, because I was in the leftist movement. And, and by then, you know, there was no internet. So we didn't know what China was about. We just knew it was better than the United States, right? right. So the, the, uh, he, I, he came back, and I went to his house, because I wanted to talk about it. And I'm walking up the front porch, of the house in Ann Arbor, and I see, and he's sticking a needle in his father's elbow. I didn't even know what that was. And I'm looking, and a voice says to me, you're going to do that. Oh, really? So the first time you saw it, it was like, oh, you're gonna... I was like, I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, do what? Like stick things <laughs> in people? Like what, you know? And uh, that led to a journey where I studied acupuncture. We moved to Boston. There were no schools in the United States. So in 1975, I went to England, Ah, found a school in England, studied there. I was one of the first acupuncturists outside of an Asian community in the United States. Wow. Right. I was in Boston uh, and I practiced acupuncture for many years until you got to take a break or you want to go, 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 keep going. I'll let you know. All right. So, uh, Many years later, 1987, I went to Brazil mm. with a man who had been my, my therapist, who was a Brazilian man, who took me and a group of his former clients to this mountain community out four hours outside of Rio de Janeiro in the mountains, mm-hmm. where they practiced and still do a particular form of spiritual healing work, the center of which is the use of a tea. Most right. people call it ayahuasca. Yep. Oh, it's called Daimi. But at that time, nobody knew what the, nobody knew what an ayahuasca right. was. Now, you know, wow. you live in New York, you could probably go to an ayahuasca ceremony every night, right? right. Nobody knew that. I knew nothing. Guy, I went yeah. there because the, the guy who took me said, you're going to be able to do the equivalent of 10 years of therapy and 10 years of meditation in a month. What do you think? And I thought, <laughs> good deal. Let's go. Right. So was this a Santo Daime church in Brazil? It was a Santo Daime church called Sil de Montaña in the mountains of uh, four hours outside of Rio. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So let's hold it there. Right. Take the break now. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm familiar with all these things. And I also know like the, the times that you're talking about, that was way before like anybody really heard of this stuff here in the United States or knew what was going on. So you were a real pioneer in, uh, in, in learning these things of alternative medicine, acupuncture, uh, working with an indigenous plant medicine. So uh, this is going to be a great conversation. So <laughs> thank you for, for joining us today, Jonathan. I really appreciate you. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook uh, with our Facebook Live video. And of course, on podcast, on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, we're all over the place. And we will be right back after these messages. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? 
Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Jonathan Goldman, author of the new book, The Gift of the Body, and acupuncturist, energy medicine practitioner for decades, decades. This guy's no slouch. Uh, So, Jonathan, you went down to Brazil. Um, I'm assuming you had probably a a huge uh, awakening experience down there with the gentleman who brought you down there, who was your therapist. That I find amazing, too. Yeah, it no, it, it it was like I said, if I was an envelope, somebody reached in and turned me inside out. Ah, you know what was what was on the inside came the outside. I I saw many things. You know, it's one thing. You know this. It's one thing to have these ideas, these theories. Be like, oh, I believe that. It's another thing to know. Right to feel it in your body. Feel in your body. Be to know without a doubt that what you're experiencing is true and then check it out down the road and have it be be confirmed also by inner experience so for me it was completely revelatory i came i i prayed for the first time literally on my knees in the dirt on a mountaintop in brazil in the middle of night surrounded by stars the first true prayer i ever made you know i was I'm I, I'm a, a a white male Jewish middle class firstborn, right? So for me to get humble, I uh, needed to literally be like brought to my knees, which I was. And the other thing that happened that I didn't know was there is I discovered that I had a spiritual healing channel mm-hmm. built into my bodies, built into my consciousness, and that was opened 
So when I came back from Brazil, which was February 1988, uh, I things started happening in my practice. I was still an acupuncturist. I had a very full acupuncture practice in Boston. Things started happening, right? My hands would get hot and I'd put them on people and they'd get up and be well. Uh, I, somebody would grab my hand and hold it over the body of a person. And at that time I didn't feel anything. So, but I was like a puppet, like I had a string and my hand was held up and then it would stay in there for a few minutes and, would, and the other one would go. And so somebody was working through me, showing me things that I didn't even understand, but I, I was just like, put a needle there, put a needle there, put a needle there, put it like that. At some point, a few months later, I have my hand over the, the, the abdomen of a woman about a foot and a half above her body and i hear a voice that says to me i don't know who i am anymore mm-hmm. that didn't happen to be a moment i've had many moments in my life when i could say that about me but it didn't happen to be a moment so i was like huh so i said i took the, the chance and i said to the woman you know i just heard this i don't know who i am anymore she starts crying oh my god that's exactly what's happening uh-huh. my life is falling apart i lost my job my relationship and she was uh, 38, 39 years old. So she's in the midlife crisis. And I like, and I saw where my hand was, which I realized later is in the mental body of the third chakra, where identity lives, mm. this life identity. Like if I, if somebody said to me, who is Jonathan fill in the blank, the blank in this life is right there. So I wrote it down. I'm like, ah, I write it down. That started a, a 12 year process. Wow. Where step by step, place by place, discrete place in each aura, in each chakra. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's what's there. Oh, that's what's there. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what's there. So so it was all about you sort of having a direct experience yes. of, of the energies that live in the different energy centers in the body, as opposed to going out and like studying the, the traditions that existed for thousands of years exactly. and then taking it and saying, oh, we'll, we'll apply it to this. There, there's actually a tradition, you know, in India that's called the Sadguru. There's actually mm-hmm. a, a teacher's name is Sadguru. The Sadguru, uh, and I, I'm not a guru, but the Sadguru is the one who knows intuitively, mm-hmm. is not taught from the classics. So I would say I'm a Sad teacher in that sense. Everything right. that I know, everything that I do has come from direct experience or direct observation. And then later I'll go and read something and be like, oh, wow. Oh, that's what they call it. Mm. So, so now I know from talking to you a little bit before the show that, that you really, your main focus now is more on the, the energy work as opposed to the acupuncture work. Yeah. How did that transition come about? Like, when did you decide that or, or, or when did your path kind of take you to that place where it was like working with the physical body is okay, but if I work with the energy bodies, I can actually get, you know, even better results. Exactly that. And because what, where I was led was step-by-step step to go from the, the physical body, right? The mm-hmm. acupuncture works in what's called the etheric body, which is the layer of the body that is most seeable. Like the first time I ever saw an etheric body, I was watching a, a film of the Beatles. And oh. I saw around Paul McCartney, this like nimbus of this white, this white energy. And I'm like, ha, huh. so that's the etheric body. What I was led is step-by-step step to understand what's in 
the subsequent bodies. I'm going like this. No, 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 going. Yeah, out, yeah, further and further right? out, right? Further out, and realizing that most of what we call the st- illness, most of disturbances, actually have their origin in the mental body, and then they filter down to the to the emotional body, where the emotional body actually holds the material, the pain and the stuckness that then translates eventually through the etheric body into the physical body. So where I was led is, well, let's work with those higher, literally further away from the body Mm -hmm. energies, which frees up the stuff below. So for instance, I have people who come to me, they've been to chiropractors, they've been, they've done diet, they've done uh, all this other stuff. None of it works. Mm-hmm. Do the work that we do of clearing the higher levels and more subtle levels. They go back and do exactly the same thing they did in this time. It works. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, you know, it kind of brings to mind that, that old question of is our spirit in our body or is our body in our spirit? Is the you know, spirit we... in the body or is the body in the spirit? Uh, I would say both. Mm, explain Uh, so because we're talking about layers of energy and talk about subtle layers within subtle layers within subtle layers right right so that question of like okay so where is the spirit where is it right so it is temporarily it's contained temporarily in this vehicle what i call the vehicle Mm -hmm. and it's also beyond that in other right. words, you and I are, are living here. We're having this conversation. We are also parts of us are, are the main parts of us are in other places, other dimensions. So right. that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it is contained. My spirit, right. your spirit is contained and uh, uh, stepped down. Mm-hmm. Right. There's this conversation going on now about where does consciousness live? Does the brain make right. consciousness? No, the brain is a filter for consciousness. The brain turns consciousness, our vast consciousness, into human consciousness. Mm. So we can have this conversation. So I am simultaneously, uh, you are simultaneously in this, contained in this body. When we're done, right? When the, right? They give us the, 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 the exit slip. Yeah, you know, pink slip. Oh, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> Boom. The, the, the body's just a shell. Right. So that's what i would say we are the body contains it and also is contained in it in that i also am part of this vast consciousness that is everything and permeates everything so i also know in 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 the hindu tradition like there there are many levels there are many layers of energetic bodies or subtle bodies as they're called um Mm -hmm it sounds like you've had an experience or you've had the perception of being able to perceive all these different levels of the energy body. I would say, I don't, I wouldn't say all, because I think there's more and more and more and more, but yes, many of them layers of the, the, what I call the vehicle, right? The physical body, etheric body, emotional body, mental body, and spiritual bodies. Right. Through which you can also enter into other even more subtle bodies but what i teach is let's work with this expanded vehicle right this aura like you and i are here together Mm -hmm. i feel good i'm happy to be with you i'm very very honored so my aura right now is about like this Mm. 
right? Right, right. If I'm on the subway in New York, my R is like this. <laughs> right? Maybe right. people are touching each other, they're not touching each other. Right, 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 right. Right? Um, I'm, I'm curious about um, your work with sort of the subtle energies and the energy bodies of like, this is something that you work with clients and you perceive and you work with, but then you actually see sort of the physical results of working with the for energy sure. bodies. Um, but for some people, it's more challenging than others, isn't it? Like you can work on somebody and, and like things can clear out on, on the energy level, on the subtle level, but then they're still having physical symptoms, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I don't have the, I don't propose what I do as, as a panacea for everything. So for instance, there's a guy last week, he had terrible pain in the back of his neck. And I'm working with him remotely. And I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. And, and what I was working with him was clearing the back of his, his throat chakra because his thing was expression. He needed to express. He needed, he, he needed to tell truth that he wasn't telling in his life. So we talked about that. And I said, okay, we're going to clear this energy. Now go back to the chiropractor who he had been to like five times. It hadn't helped. Uh, uh-huh. He goes back to the chiropractor. The next time he says, oh, yeah, it was taken care of in a minute. You're right up. Right and he yeah. had the consciousness of what it was. It oh, did it? He tweaked himself because he was a bodybuilder. He was like, oh, I lifted a weight. No, you didn't lift a weight. You, uh, you have a constriction in your throat chakra. Let's talk about that. Right, right, right. All right, cool. I, 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 it's time for us to take our second break. When we come back, I want to get into the chakras a little bit more. I mean, I have my own perception of the chakras and own understanding of them. Um, but I'd like to to dive into that a little bit deeper when we come back. And then I do want to get to your book, The Gift of the Body. And why is the body a gift? Because I know I know a bunch of people in the sort of spiritual community that they're always trying to escape their bodies. I want to talk about why is the body a gift? Huh? I want to talk about it. I, do, I want Great. to talk about that for sure. Wonderful, wonderful. And I do shout out to I do see Sanaya and Patty on the Facebook Live. Um, Patty, if you're having trouble and, and for listeners, if, if the video is a little wobbly, just try refreshing Facebook. Sometimes the internet connection is not, not so great, but uh, uh, it, it's all there. All right. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space? I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism, 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Jonathan Goldman, author of the book, The Gift of the Body. We'll get to that in a moment. So let's talk about the chakras. So um, most of my listeners, I think, have heard me talk about the chakras. We've we've mentioned them in the past. There are basically seven major chakras in the body um, from the the base of the spine, from the seed up to the crown of the head. Um, It sounds like you got introduced to the chakras in a very sort of direct way. What have you learned over the years about the chakras that uh, has surprised you or has sort of deepened your understanding of how we work as the physical form of an energetic being? So like, like many people, I had this, have this question, like where, where are all these qualities in me? Right? Like I, I have, I have compassion. I have empathy. I have anger. I have mm-hmm. like, okay, they're there, but like, where are they? Like, what does that even mean? Right? Like I'm having this thing, this experience. So the, the surprising thing to me started with that experience that I talked about with my hand over this woman's uh, solar plexus is that every one of those qualities actually has a discrete place. Like when I take mm-hmm. the amalgam of, of who I am, the amalgam of what a human is, the surprising thing to me that now I teach is all of the, the construction of this is not just abstract energy. The construction is very specific uh, uh, energetic configurations that we translate as that feeling is compassion Hmm. right so here's how i learned that one day i was in my my office in i live as i told you i live in this little town ashland oregon and i had uh, for many years my uh my private practice was in was in a house in the center of town and i'm walking from the bathroom to my uh treatment room and I'm right in the middle of the waiting room. And all of a sudden, I have this, ex- this incredibly exquisite experience right in the space, right in front of my heart, like here about four inches right in front of my heart. I felt this vibration that stopped me in my tracks. 
And I realized in this moment, I have compassion for all creatures for every mm. on every level of creation. I'd never felt it before. I had it abstractly. Right. Like, oh, yeah, compassion. Compassion is a good thing. But this experience of not only what it was, but where it was. And I stopped and I made a prayer. My prayer was, yo, I really want to feel this. And then it was gone. It was like a minute. Mm. So that started a quest in me. Uh, that prayer was answered because, as you know, we all have guides. We all have consciousnesses. We all have a higher self. We all have, have awarenesses beyond our small awareness. So they, what I call in my book, those guys, right? Those guys. <laughs> those guys. Right? Like uh, Bush Cassidy, right? And I, those guys paid attention and then taught me over the next years, literally where that space of compassion is and how to get it, how to consciously enter it and how to make it the basis from which I live, from which I do my healing, from which I have conversations, from which I do my teaching, from my, do my meditation. So that, that specificity mm. and then the ability to connect with that specificity was the thing that was the most surprising. And I think it is revolutionary in the sense that it, it, it adds to the conversation, right? I mean, the, right. the, the chakras are 5,000 years old. I mean, they're right. a million years old because we got right. them. But the, that awareness comes from the East. So I chose to, to use the, the term chakra because that in honor of the people who, who brought us that awareness. So I, had a, a, I had a similar experience, but it wasn't around a compassion. It was around gratitude. Like I remember even just a couple of years ago, uh, I, I was walking to, at the time our, our, we had a, our, our center at, um, 76th street on the on the west side and i was walking from the bus stop to the to the the place where we were and i just stopped for a moment and i could feel it like right here like right in front of my chest i had so much gratitude for my life there you go. i had so much gratitude for everything i experienced and and the people in my life and and you know what i have in my life and and i could feel it right here and then i've i've when I allow myself to stop and take a moment and focus on that, that gratitude comes up like right away. It's almost in, in ingrained or instinctual. So, okay. If you, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody who's watching and I'm going to tell you to do this if you can go back and watch, watch the, the, the video of what you just did. And you, uh, this is what I, this is what I teach people. So here's what you did. You said the gratitude and then you said, and then when it comes out, you went like this. Ah. When it comes out is through your throat chakra. Mm -hmm. Gratitude, the expression of gratitude ah. is, is in the mental body. Of, I'm going to show you where it is. It's right here in the mental body of the throat chakra. So mm -hmm. one teaching I do with people is every morning when you wake up, first thing you do, you're lying in bed, consciously focus on that place in your aura in your throat chakra and feel gratitude it's like it's like mm. taking a symbol and going like boing in the morning yeah. ah, i open my gratitude it opens me to receive it makes my day completely different because i'm in a space of gratitude but i'm also literally vibrationally in the space of receiving because when mm. i open my throat chakra I am by definition and by vibration 
in a space of receiving. So it's not mm-hmm. just gratitude as an abstraction. It's gratitude as a vibrational healing tool. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you, it. you were like this, You're like here. And then you went like, boom. I'm like, yeah. that's how I learned it. When I teach, I teach healers. When I teach healers, I'm like, watch people's hands. People mm-hmm. tell you all the time. People go like this. They'll say to me, I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what, and I'm like, <laughs> no, literally, they'll be pointing to it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm like, you're, you're showing me right in front of you. That's, <laughs> that's where I know how to go. That's where I know to put my hands, put my awareness and call light to that place. Cool. 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 All right. I, I, I want to start talking about your book and, and then we'll go to break and then we'll talk about it some more. The gift of the body. Why is the body a gift? Because some people feel like, you know, I have a body, it gets sick, I, I have pains, it gives me all this trouble. Like, like, what do I need a body for? Why can't I just be a spirit, right? <laughs> you're, just so, you're so New York when you said that. It's great. I love you from New York. <laughs> uh, look, I, I had my, 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 my attitude about being in a body when I was younger was, when does the, the parole board meet? <laughs> You know, when did yeah. the parole board, when, when can I get out of this prison? Cause you know, I was 24 years old and I had to do yoga for an hour and a half in the morning to walk. Wow. Cause I had so much pain in my body. So I understand, but then I realized as, and then, and so I did all the things that people do. I took drugs and I stayed in my head and I blah, 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 blah. And you know, all the things that, that people do to, to escape, you know, I was like a dangling head, right? Right, right, right. And then I realized, and this this happened, the therapist I referred to was a bioenergetic therapist. So I started doing bioenergetics, which is just the opposite, right? You come into your body. And I started to realize, wait, the way out is through. The Mm. way to heal the pain was I had to, to confront it. I had to own it. I had to feel it within a context then of light within a context Mm. of higher vibration. So then that pain resolved into strength. Mm. And so by going inward and it took me a long time to get grounded, literally to get in touch with the earth. I, two years, I was doing grounding exercises. I was doing very extreme things to put myself into my body. And then I realized over time, and then with this thing of like all these things that are contained in this body, this is an amazing creation, mm-hmm. you know? And then of course, referring back to, to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, like who are those guys? Like who made it? Yeah. Who made this incredible, this incredible thing? So it switched right. from being a prison to being a gift. Yeah. And so, yeah, there are spiritual uh, works where the idea is like let's transcend let's get out of it right I don't, uh, that's not my i actually go more and more and more in i was meditating this morning and i'm realizing i'm even going deeper and deeper and deeper in and then through into this transcendent place but it's going through and out rather than up and out Mm. yeah it, it's interesting you were talking about having that experience of the pain because I, I just had that experience this past weekend I was up in Massachusetts with some friends do, doing doing the the ceremonial work I do and 
I, I hit a place of deep pain and, and of course I hit it at like two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> up the rest of the night. but it, it was very, very challenging. Um, and afterwards I was very raw and very tender. And I mean, I'm still integrating it. I'm still learning to process it. Um, but I know like that pain was there and I've just been shut off from it and I need to feel it to get past it, to get through it, to, as you said, own it, but it's more than just own it. It's, it's like to release it and to open up to more of life. Uh, because if, if I don't feel my pain, then I also don't feel my pleasure and I'm not feeling 90% of life. So it's, it's opening to those feelings, which aren't always the most pleasant, but are necessary because those are the, the energies that we're experiencing and, and that we're going through in life. So it's interesting what you said, because the, what you said is the difference between therapy and spiritual healing therapy. What you do is you open it for the sake of opening it and you roll around in it and then you hope that somehow it's going to, going to get better. Right. But then in, in spiritual work, we're working with spiritual energies. We're working literally with the vibration of light. So in your ceremonial work, of course, that's what you're doing. You're right. working with the energy of light. So light is, tr- is the transformative agent of the pain. My job is to offer it up. My. It's the light in conjunction with my prayer and in conjunction then with the guides who come and bring that light that transforms it. So then I not only does, does the pain get relieved, but also I'm then in deeper contact with those spiritual forces. So it's a completely different paradigm. Right, right. And also in, in the work I do, it's done in community. So because I was so connected to the other people there, like that gave me the energetic support that I felt safe enough to be able to go to that deep For place. Sure. That, sure. that without community, I wouldn't. All right, we, we've got to take our last break of the show. I could talk to you for hours. Um, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> uh, okay, so when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about grounded spirituality. And it's like, how do we take all this stuff that we're talking about? And, and how does it make a difference in relevance to life today? You know, in the middle of this crazy situation, we're in this global pandemic. And, and how does it serve us and help us to keep moving forward? Okay, good. Thanks. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc. And we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? 
Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with the wonderful Jonathan Goldman, uh, uh, author of the book, The Gift of the Body. So one of the the pieces of the subtitle of of the book is Grounded Spirituality and Living Through the Heart. So, and I like being practical again, like you said before, I'm a a real New Yorker. I'm like, yeah, how is it going to make my life better? How does it improve things? How do we do better? So, so all this talk about light and energy and, and doing all this stuff, how do we really apply that to live a better life, to have a better life? That is the question, isn't it? Right. Because otherwise we're, you know, we're just entertaining ourselves, blah, blah, blah. Look, that's my, that's my purpose. It is possible, it is desirable, it is necessary, and it's what is we are being guided to, to literally live through the heart, through the space in our bodies and the heart. We live in this, in this culture, and New York is the, the quintessential of the quintessential, right? <laughs> right. We live in this, in this culture, we are the quintessential expression in all of human history of the third chakra. Mm. Making, doing, creating deciding what happens when though eventually as we are seeing is that ends up in perpetual conflict the third chakra when it is not guided from a higher motive ends up in perpetual conflict it's exactly what we're seeing in this country right yeah yeah. we can't make a decision we can't decide to go to the bathroom in this country because we're in conflict we are being got what the background for me when I look and see what's happening is humanity as a whole is being called, guided, pushed to transfer where we live from, from the third chakra to the heart. It's necessary. The only way we're ever going to be able to make decisions, unified decisions about all these things you said about about racism, about the the environment, all this, is we have to find the place of common unity, which is the heart. The heart is the space of unity. So Mm. it is possible, it is absolutely possible to do business, to make these decisions, to do really strong things guided from the heart, to have a unity of the heart and the third chakra. Many people come to me and exactly their symptoms. They're having symptoms of this and this, and they're having illnesses and that. Really what's happening energetically is they're trying to bridge what I call the longest four inches in the universe, which is between the third chakra and the fourth chakra, right? Trying to bridge this and create a unified internal 
program where the heart is giving the guidance and the heart is giving the reason and the perspective and the third chakra is doing its job which is to do the did do it right chakra is the doer the heart is the holder of the space so Mm -hmm. it is literally possible and the result inside one's body inside one's life is more unity more harmony the Mm -hmm. uh, the ability to transform what comes up all the things that you talk about the things coming up in you that's why you can transform because you're a heart man yeah Right. I heard it once said that the mind should be the heart's soldier. Like, exactly. Like, we rely so much in Western culture on the mind, and and it's all about figuring things out, but then we forget what we're actually feeling. And so it's the feeling place, it's the heart that actually should be our guide, and the mind is like, okay, that's what you want, let's figure out how to do it now. Exactly, and... I would add one thing to it, Sam, that mm-hmm. the intuition is the voice of the heart. Mm. True intuition. And what is intuition? Intuition is like, I don't know how I know that, but I know that. Right. I don't know why I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do that. Mm. You know, and we all have that experience. But when the heart is cleaned and the heart is empowered, that voice of intuition is unerring. Mm. And that's like... Okay, what am I going to do? Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, I don't know why I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do that. And then we watch and it works out so much more interestingly, so much more beautifully, you know? So there's that, the the combination of the grounded heart. And so the ground, when the grounded spirituality also is in, here on the, in this earth, in this life, in this reality, which is the the job of the first chakra. And the first chakra is a pedestal upon which the heart rests Mm. because otherwise the heart is like a gyroscope and the heart can be like, it can be ungrounded and it can be very beautiful, but not practical. Right. 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 So we join that incredible expansive multi-layered consciousness of the heart with like, okay, this life grounded here now, right in this reality. And you have, and a new whole new way of being in, in your life and it's absolutely possible it's not and it's not woo woo and mm-hmm. it's not uh you know doesn't cost millions of bucks right. i have on right. my on my website there's a, a 10 session class that i did last year online uh-huh. 10 sessions that take take you through the whole thing building this the inner structure from the bottom i, I, I was just going to ask you maybe we can give one little practice one little tip something for our audience that they do right now okay super okay so here here, here's what i'm gonna ask everybody to do you close close your eyes we'll go through this this is the 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 two minute uh thing one minute close your eyes feel your feet on the ground just feel the sensation of your feet if you're sitting cross-legged just feel your butt Tune into the connection between your body and the earth, wherever you are. Even if you're in a high rise in the middle of Manhattan, you can go through, 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 through to the earth. Now put one hand on the middle of your chest and the other hand right in your lower belly, as low as you can go. Breathe between those, your hands, like breathe an inhale 
Connect one hand to the other through your breath. Arrive at the place where your upper hand is, the middle of your chest, which is your heart chakra. See yourself sitting or standing right in that space. It's a literal space. Now flip your hands around and put, make a shelf of your hands in front of your heart. Stick your fingers out. As much as you can, have the heel of your hand touching your chest. You're making a shelf straight in front of your heart. That shelf is a dock. And you're going to walk out gently, slowly to the end of the dock where your fingers are. And you're going to sit on the end of the dock and dangle your feet in the perfect, pristine, calm lake. That where you are, literally, vibrationally, is the space of compassion. Compassion makes a ring of vibration all the way around your body at that distance, whatever it is, three, four inches. And you can feel it. Feel how you're invoking compassion right now. That's what we're doing. We are collectively invoking the space of compassion just by paying attention. So that is a place of calm. It's a place where you can go and sit. And especially if you're having any kind of difficulty, conflictual thoughts, conflictual relationship, go and sit on your dock. Breathe. Compassion is a space that holds the space for everything that can happen and is waiting to happen. You're not fixing it. Don't fix it. Don't fight it. Don't follow it. Just be in compassion with it. Hold it. Hold yourself. Hold your loved ones. Hold your business. Hold the world in the space of compassion because then what can happen and is trying to happen will happen in an organic, timely way based on its own internal impetus. Beautiful. Beautiful. Jonathan, we're at the end of the show. Just real, real quick. How do people get in touch with you? What's your website? How do people find you? Essentiallight.org. Essential Light, one word, small letters, two L's in the middle. Essentiallight.org. Have a full range of things. We have free things. We have things that cost many classes. Have a whole library of what we call transmissions. You know, and as they say, if my babble appeals to you, come and listen to my babble. If you want somebody else's babble, go listen to theirs. I'm happy to receive anybody who who wants to come in and augment their own work by what we do. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on the show today, John Lynn. It's been a pleasure. If you ever make it to New York City, you got to look me up. We got to get together and, and sure. hang out, okay? And I, I promise it. to do the same when I make it to Oregon, all right? My pleasure, Sam. I, I'm, I'm very honored to have been part of this. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and thank you, my listeners. I, I know I, I got in the comments that the Facebook Live is a little been a little uh, uh, shaky today. Um, I'll see what I can do. I'll probably upload the recording afterwards, uh, just if you missed anything of today's show. And don't forget, there are shows tonight, uh, Frank about health and and uh, uh, 
Planet Pakalolo, the, the Friday shows, the business shows. And also Monday night, if you're enjoying my show, check out the new show on the network, The Edge of Every Day on Monday evenings. Right now, it's starting at uh, 8 o'clock. It, we're going to move it up into an earlier time slot. But uh, The Edge of Every Day, check it out on talkradio.nyc. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.